Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Jammer, do you have Apple One? No. I probably should. I've been meaning to look into that and then not getting into that because Dang, I, I probably... It would probably be like five yeah. minutes, five minutes, five dollars cheaper a month if right. I did that. Because I have, because yeah. I have the iPhone, I have I Apple Music, Apple TV, and then iCloud. I have all three of them. I really should get Apple One, but I don't have it. You know what the weird thing is? So I don't know how much the cloud is in and of itself, but I think mine Apple is one ninety nine five bucks. Month. Music, I think music is like nine. I think it's I think it's nine ninety nine. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. So the individual Apple One plan is like $14.99. Oh, so I'd save like a dollar. <sighs> well, you would also get a thing that you would never use. You would get um, Apple Arcade. I actually spent some time last night. I was like, you know what? Should I, should I try this thing? Because everybody kept telling me how good Spotify Premium was. The thing that has always stopped me from using Spotify is um, I like weird music. I like specifically, I like weird anime music. Me too. They have shitty anime music. Yeah. It, it drives Apple, me nuts. Here's what, you're not only that, this is the problem. With anime music, they always have the ghetto off-brand versions that were recorded in someone's garage. They don't have like legit recordings. Yep. And also Spotify, software problem. I feel like a fucking hacker made it because it automatically opens, even if you tell it not to automatically open when you turn on the fucking computer. I've had two computers that I use Spotify with. Both of them had that. So clearly it's a software issue, unlike the thing that you had with Zoom. Interesting. Um, but, but anyway, so that's why I don't like Spotify, but it's a better overall experience than Apple Music in that Apple Music, if you search for a song, you could click that song. It will play that song. And that's it. And it's it. not going to go into a playlist. Like or, start a thing. Like, yeah. like figure out from this song, what else I want to hear? Exactly. Lazy and bitch. they don't do that. Like just yeah. do the thing. Like move on. And then also um, there are situations that are really annoying where it's like you download and Spotify has this problem too a bit. But like if I download something, I like go offline. Two things happen. One, the fucking music I downloaded didn't download. It's just now in my 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 special spot. And then I have to actively download. That's not a bad. It's like in my special list. But then from there I have to actively download it when I have internet and I didn't do that for some reason but then the uh the other thing that they do is that occasionally those be like you don't have internet and i was like okay but i want to go to the, my downloads it's like eh, we don't have internet though so we can't really use the app occasionally it'll just be like you don't have internet you can't use the app and you can't access anything so i have to restart it in order to get to my to my actual downloads i mean and so here's the thing to be clear i didn't hear anything you said after special spot i was just admiring <laughs> I was admiring Danny's restraint for one, <laughs> not saying anything. And then I was myself trying not to lose it. So like, I- I'm sure what you said just indicts, you know, Spotify and Apple music even more. Sure. Yes. Whatever you said, I agree. Um, they both have their problems. They both have their problems. I, so I think very, 
specifically, again, bringing it back to Cowboy Bebop, which I think has one of the best soundtracks. Bring it back to Cowboy Bebop. It was never at Cowboy Bebop. No, 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 to anime. It was at anime. Anime. Oh, okay. I think it has um, one of the best soundtracks, period. Um, And it just, when I started researching and doing this stuff like years and years and years ago, um, couldn't find it. And so that's what started me on a path of not really using Spotify and it's, it's persisted. And Apple Music, while yes, you're right, it is it is lazy and stupid and not intuitive. It lets me take all of the music that I may or may not have acquired illegally and upload it to their cloud for my consumption somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so that that's the thing that kept me with Google Play Music in the beginning and has now got me transferred over to Apple Music since Google sucks at music services and seemingly sucks, sucks at, at services service. in general. I It's <laughs> weird. There was a sweet spot, right? There was a period of time where they were good at services and where Never Gmail existed. was good and Drive was good and Google Play Music was good. And well, those three things, those are the only things they're good at. No, Google Photos. Oh, no one used that. Everyone uses Google Photos. No one uses no one There's trillions no of pictures up in the cloud. No one uses and that's that. why they had to people. It's a lie. It's 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 not it's a lie. lie. You should look it up. You're fucking you should lying. look it up. Uh, I'm not lying. Look it up. So I don't care. <laughs> there was there was this magical period of time where they were actually really good and had really good stuff. And then they started moving into like just software as a service and subscription stuff. And then also <clears throat> deprecating Google Play Music because they wanted to move people over to YouTube Music, and they, they just got really shit at stuff. Anyway, I um, mean, I, my my big problem with Google is that it always feels like it was designed by an engineer and not a designer, and they're always just garbage in terms of intuitiveness. Um, <clears throat> and that goes that goes even to Google Hangouts. I still have no idea how to use Google Hangouts. I have to refigure out every single time. Because they don't anymore. You don't use Google Hangouts. Nobody uses that anymore. That's because the it last sucks. time there's a the reason last, why. I mean, the last time I used Google Hangouts was the time you forced me to use Google Hangouts. You're like, hey, let's have a meating. And I was like, what? And you were like, let's use Google Hangouts. It was before, was like, that was before the pandemic. That was before the pandemic. And that's before we had Zoom. We didn't have Zoom then because Zoom wasn't what it is now. I didn't qualify by a time. I didn't say it was yesterday. I'm just saying the last time I used it. That's all I'm saying. Um, there's the lawyer. Just saying, just saying. Well, it's because I think the last, I think I used to use Skype, but people were like, oh, I fucking hate Skype, piece of shit, fuck you. And so I was like, fine, I'll go ahead and switch it over to Google Hangouts. No, I would, I would take Skype over, uh, over Hangouts. So, oh, I would too. Anyway, just to be clear, this is not the Engadget podcast. This is Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, where we talk about movies and stuff. This is the flagship, the premiere, and international podcast of LRM Online. I'm your host, Brandon Jones. And on this week's podcast, we got your Dannys, we got your jammers, gents. What it is? It is You're all what? right. It is. I oh, I is. like that. How about this? How about this? Every single time you go, what it is? We say it is what, and that's it. That's that's like the greeting. That's like our Mandalorian greeting. I was gonna say that's very Drax of you, but all right, Mandalorian. I mean, whatever. It's it's no. It's I mean, I'm not I'm not disagreeing. With, yeah, it could be multiple things. Things can be multiple things. I'm like, oh, I was gonna think Drax, but yeah, I guess it could be. Mandalorian. What it is? It is what? I like it. What is it? <clears throat> May the force be with you. It also with you. Wait, it's funny because growing up, I used to always think that they actually said it also with you, but I realized that was just my Catholic that was church. that yeah. auto-completed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, it's like, I don't, I think, I don't think I realized they didn't say it until I was in college. 
because no one said and also with you <laughs> i i could it's, yeah it's weird i don't think i've ever said it out loud but i in my head i think that you're right i think somewhere in the back of my head i have done that before yeah so being catholic sucks <laughs> i say that as a catholic just to be clear just just so we don't get a bunch of hate mail um, i do too I'm sorry, I mean, I'm do you, do you ever, I don't know any Catholic who's just like, fuck, I love being Catholic. It's so good. No, it's all about that guilt, man. Like you just, you don't, you don't want to deal with it. That's why I became an atheist. So well, I, then you're I, not Catholic. I said lapsed. I, I was going to, oh, I was okay. like, I was teeing it up. So yeah. Um, we got a show, we got some stuff to talk about and it's going to be weird because now I have to work off of two different computer screens because things don't sync the way they're supposed to and really what I need is a new computer. Here, here's what needs to happen. I feel like every third episode, I say I need a new computer. How about and then it's just like you a net, GoFundMe? You just don't get one. I, you know what? I want to GoFundMe though. I, I want somebody else to buy me a computer. I want, uh, I want somebody to make this happen. Like what I want first is for a new apple event <laughs> right i want a new apple event you got one you got I know one we just had week. one i know we just had one no no, no. i said new a new apple event that's pretty new like, i think hey, it's the newest one here is your here is your 14 inch macbook pro uh with the m1 chip go and like I, that's what i need that's what i've been waiting on um second generation m1 chips or at least not the first generation what i didn't watch the apple events uh what did they announce did they announce anything in terms they of announced one thing that i MacBooks? just bought literally before we started the show um so i bought you get? uh ipad mini i've been dying for a new one and so they made a new ipad mini that apes the design of the pro and the air so it's it basically looks like the current generation iphone they all now same that share the same iphone 4 ish design just spread out um you just reminded me that i lost my ipad i have no fucking clue where it is <laughs> i'm looking you ask for your it. question you're just like looking around like uh, um, it's behind you it's uh, behind you <laughs> <laughs> look at ipad attacks me kills me it'd be like that'd be like one of those freaking horror movies like unfriended or whatever the iCloud is coming from inside the house Dude, imagine the iCloud is like the mist. <laughs> Dear listener, the show is not sponsored by Apple, although we would be open to that. Other, other hardware suppliers are available. We've done nothing. Just somebody, yeah, yeah. Us money. Just somebody give us So money. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you were the podcast. I was on the podcast when it happened. But my wife can attest, I never bitched more than the two years that I had a Google Pixel. Every day. <laughs> I was like, I hate my phone I so much. I love the Google Pixel. That's so I weird. I hate it. It's awful. It. It's the worst device I've ever owned. On, I remember you doing that on the on the podcast. The uh, the um, most fanboys. The one with, yeah, the yeah. Always talking about you hated your Google whatever it was. That. My I Google Pixel. Pixel. It was every day. Every day I was like, <laughs> Kirsten, I want to break my phone so I can get another iPhone. And then ever since I switched back with iPhone, I think eleven. <laughs> Did you just pick it up so you can see what was set up? It doesn't say. Well, then it, it doesn't say, which is really <laughs> annoying. Uh, it, it but feels, yeah, it feels like a ten. It's got the same weight as a ten. If you can balance uh, on your finger, it's an eleven. But no, no problems. <laughs> I I love my iPhone eleven. I think. <laughs> Whatever. I. So the funny thing is, the only reason that I switched back to an iPhone was I was on my way to Munich. No, I was on my way back from Munich, 
No, there. I was on my way there. Four hours. Yeah, we get it. You've been to Munich. No, no, I was trying to remember. I was on my way to Oktoberfest, going to Munich, <laughs> and my phone just died. <laughs> just keep just piling on the Pope. Pope. I'm just gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna say it until I get a sentence. I was, so I was on my way. I was on my way back before we got to Munich. It died, <laughs> um, and so I was in Munich, phoneless, <laughs> and it was very frustrating. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And at the time, I think the iPhone 11 was the one, and they were like, the battery life is just amazing. You know what? fucking is it's great it is it's uh, great, so i've yeah. been rocking an iphone since then i probably will not buy the 13 which to your question is the other thing that was announced so they announced new ipads and new iphones um 13 it, it's bigger better faster is it bigger Third, i don't want a bigger iphone it's not bigger. okay so they okay, actually good. made the notch smaller it <sighs> um camera is supposed to be better and they also added cinematic mode uh, they Ooh. reintroduced the base model iPad and it's like 300 and something bucks. Like if you are a school or if you just have a child that you're like, Hey, I want to throw this thing. At you, so I'm you a school. Go away. Tell me more. What do you teach? No, I'm just a school. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, and so you can, you can buy this thing for relatively cheap um, and just give someone a, a device like, $329 for an iPad is just so, at least in my opinion, relatively and stupid cheap that at this point it has become like every grandparent's like, hey, does, does your kid have an iPad? Okay, cool. I'm going to buy him this. Is it? My grandparents money. can't afford get that. Get social security money. They don't, they don't have that get that. They, 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 they have that fixed it. income. They have that, you know, $1,200 a month fixed income. <laughs> like, I don't know what. <laughs> it just reminds me. I remember this one time. Uh, so, I don't even know if he was a friend, some guy that some guy, I don't remember what it was, but he said something. He's like, don't you have grandparents who spoil you? I'm like, no, my grandparents are <laughs> normal. Like, So in my head, I'm envisioning like this scene in a cartoon where there's like just a group of prep guys. Like, yeah. My grandmother, she spoiled me. sent me to Vegas. And like the camera zooms that kid in the background, like the, the cloud <laughs> over his head, like sad and crying. And that's you granted. My grandparents are fantastic, but they're not rich, but they're amazing. Okay. All right. So jammers, abuelita excluded grandparents who are not necessarily on a fixed income. Um, this might be like a, just a almost stocking stuffer level. Like here, here's what, the thing. an iPad is a stocking stuffer, you know, giant stocking. Jesus. Big I stocking. Know. I mean, I don't know my, before they passed away, my abuelos, big women. Nah, that's not true. I'm just making that up. Big stockings. <laughs> Should anyway. we get into like movies <laughs> or something or what have I you? Guess. Entertainments? It I mean, depends if they're, if they're Apple TV shows or not. Seems like seems like this is a good transition. That theme, shouldn't we? So oh, I haven't watched Ted Lasso today. I, I was going to say, I'm, we're going to talk about Ted Lasso, but I haven't seen the episode. So shut the fuck up about the episode. All I right? haven't seen the new episode either. I haven't oh, seen okay. it. Oh, good. Oh, oh, okay, good. The last, the last good. one I saw, no, the last one was uh, The Beard. Yeah, that one. Okay. Awesome episode. Uh, I'm glad yeah. we're all we're all similarly ignorant about this week's Ted Lasso. Uh, we're all we're all horrible people. But that said, uh, huge night for Ted Lasso, despite us not watching this most recent episode at the Emmys, which I find fascinating, right? Because I don't remember if we talked about that on the show, but I remember we did in not. Slack for sure uh, we were talking about the Emmys and folks from the Emmys basically saying like the quality of this this season was going to cause them to 
I don't how would you even phrase that? They like, said they said that like the quality of season two is gonna affect whether or not they vote for it in season for for the Emmys, which are for season one. And yeah. I was like, oh F that. I hate that. Yeah. Don't which do that. Explains person. like these, you know. I think it was the Hollywood foreign press that got done in by Emily in Paris. Like they're all Ew. just like, oh yeah. Like they flew them over there. They gave them food. They gave them all kinds of bullshit. And so, I mean, they do that to everyone. I feel like they can't they, blame that part of it. Like I freaking was flown to Pixar and got fed there. And luckily they had a movie, but would you, uh, Mexican inspired food. Did you use the sport? It was, it was, oh, this it was is for, for, it was for Coco. Okay. All right. Okay. Did they did I use the sport? Did, they, did you ask if I used a spork? It wasn't Taco Bell, Brandon. <laughs> no, for um, Forky. For, for oh, no, no. It was, it was for Coco. Jeez. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so yeah, Ted Lasso, huge night at the Emmys that none of us give a fuck. Actually, I'll take that back. Danny, do you care about award shows? No, okay. I don't care about it. Huge night at the 73rd Emmys. I know you don't. I was asking Danny. Why, huge why night at the 73rd. It? Huge night at the 73rd Annual Emmy Awards. Uh, which none of us care about. Ted Lasso swept major categories. Jason Sudeikis uh, taking in outstanding lead actor for his portrayal of Ted Lasso. Uh, other winners were Brett Goldstein for his portrayal of Royal Kent and Hannah Waddington, who plays Rebecca, um, the owner yeah, of all, earn, all well-earned roles or well-earned awards. Um, let me tell you, it's super weird seeing Jason Sudeikis without the mustache. Like it's It's like... <laughs> It's almost as jarring as when you watch the first um, Shaft movie with Samuel Jackson and it's got Christian Bale in it. And so he's doing his thing. He's got his American accent. And then you see the behind the scenes stuff and he's British. And it's like, what the fuck is this? This is the same thing. Like I can't see Ted Lasso without the mustache anymore. And I actually recently, uh, earlier this week, because fuck it, we decided to watch We're the Millers, which we hadn't seen since like it came out. How was that? Oh, it's great. I love We're the Millers. It's awesome. Okay. It's fun. But he's in it. Yeah. Two things I noticed. He does have a mustache. It's weird. Two, that Ted Lasso accent, he kind of has it already, hmm. but it's a little more, it's understated naturally. And I think he just plays it up a little bit more for the show. But it was interesting. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't realize he actually kind of had that a little bit. Okay. Um, I feel like that's a that is a reason in and of itself to watch award shows, but not really. Um, what for accents? Yeah, you know, just to get to see people in their natural habitat. Natural habitat. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but actually, that's not true. I I feel like I like to maintain a distance now because you never know when somebody's going to do something crazy when you have to disown liking someone because they've done something <laughs> nuts. Um, you know, like Simu Liu. Anyway. Um, um what what did he do twice. what do you mean what did Love he do it. i mean which thing are you talking about he's which done thing? like there's there are three things that people are like pointing to which one do you feel the need to distance yourself from him for i mean i don't i are i you talk about his china comments so i never he is not someone that i embraced like this isn't air clapped right so i don't feel like i have to be like ah oh, man what the fuck this is more like he is relatively new to me and at the mm. same time, I am learning these things about him and these things that he said in the past. So there are three things that were, there was A, his comments against China, which were just him recall, re, retelling a story from, I think, his parents and their life in China. And they described China as X and China obviously didn't like that. The other one was that he played a pedophile once and then talked about back then that 
it opened up his perspective on people with those urges and it made him empathize or sympathize with them or whatever. People don't like that. And the third one, I think was some vaguely sexist comment having to do with women playing. Before you move on from that second one, the second one's important because he didn't just, it didn't just open up his mind and, and make him feel some form of sympathy. He compared it to homosexuality. That oh, I, I didn't see that part. Part of it where people are like, oh, that's. Well, when was that comment? I guess is a question. So it was a screenshotted comment from Reddit, and I'm trying to remember. I think it's 2015. Yeah, six so, years ago. Yeah, it's not you know horribly far in the past. So some of these comments were made between 2015 and 2016. Uh, you know when he was making those those office screenshots. Yeah. But I also don't want to understate how far things have come in six years. Now, everyone is talk, acting like no one has ever said anything bad about trans people just on the daily back in the day. That just was a thing that was done regularly um, three years ago. So I think there are a couple of things to it. One, you're right. Yes, there is a perspective now that if you if you weren't always for um, folks in the LGBTQ community that you can't evolve and grow. Um, that said, part of what he said in this comparison was like, he sounds like an anti-vaxxer from this perspective. He's like, when I was researching this for a role that I did, um, there is a gene that mutates that makes people pedophiles and it's very similar to homosexuality. That, that- That's pretty bad. That. So parading it as like pseudoscience is really the bigger problem. So we're talking around it. Let me, let me pull up the comments. Um, well, I, I like I how this, is, this cool. isn't even a news story. <laughs> this is not one of our news stories. <laughs> this, this is an episode. Is we're, these, we're 30 minutes in. This is not one of our news stories. So it kind of is. Said, it is one of our things though, right? It, sorry, uh, Jonesy. It is everything like these, like Twitter comments and Reddit comments that are screenshots. They're, they're never really given the full context and the rest of the conversation and the follow-up questions that were asked. Because from what you've just said there, it sounds like he's comparing it to something that goes wrong, meaning pedophilia is wrong and so is homosexuality is wrong. Right. But it mm-hmm. could have been what he was trying to say was is that someone being a pedophile, it, they can't do anything about it exactly the same as someone that is heterosexual or homosexual can't do anything about it. It's not something to be fixed. And Obviously, so, there's a there's a difference between what we deem as 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 good and acceptable in society and something that's not. And I think we can all agree that pedophilia is not. But it's if you don't act on those urges, then that's maybe where he's coming from. Is that I can empathise that you have something that you can't help. There, there are there are people that are attracted to telephone boxes and things like that, right? Inanimate objects. They can't help it. It's whether or not their actions. Uh, whether or not they act on those impulses or not. Now, that's where you can't compare it to homosexuality or heterosexuality or, or, or um, uh, men, women, cisgender, gender exactly. That's where you mm-hmm. can't. And so even from your comments, I'm like, well, what was he trying to say? Is the rest of the article, does it clarify his points? Was he ever given an option? Or was it just a snapshot saying pedophilia is like homosexuality? Because if that's the screenshot, that's fucking awful. But that so might not be what he meant. What that's that's part of the problem, right? So the problem is when you write this stuff down and it gets captured and saved in the internet forever, there's no one saying like, should you really be comparing that homosexuality? Because usually the next comment is like, 
I mean, that's not what I meant. What I meant is blah. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. don't have that real-time conversation, that's the problem. And so the comment actually reads like this. Uh, the experience of researching for this role made him more sympathetic to anyone who was born with those urges. Made him? From a... From a is, hmm? that, is that the yeah. quote? This is made yeah. him? Yes. Where, wait, where'd they get this quote from? Where, where's the actual quote? This is from Reddit. But that's the quote that... How come it says him and not me if it's a quote? Um... I'm, I'm sorry. It is his quote. I am saying that. Okay. I'm, I'm Say the quote verbatim. More from much more sympathetic to anyone who is born with these urges. The post goes on to say, quote, from a biological standpoint, it's no different than being gay, a small mutation in the genome that defines our sexual preferences. Depending on what area of the world you were born and what time, it also may have been a perfectly acceptable thing to act on those urges, end quote. Okay. So I, I think what happens is, so part of the problem is this. So one, this is a deleted post and it sucks for him because the thing that happens when you become famous is the internet's forever and somebody's gonna go find this stuff. And now that this is the number one movie in America, um, some people may have certain feelings about that and some people that are his fans. And so they're going to find this and have a perspective on it. Um, and I think it's just interesting from that perspective, the way that we kind of react to this stuff. Yeah, that is interesting. So anyway, given the full context of that particular statement, do you all have anything else to say about that? Goodness, no. I'm not going to comment on that quote. <laughs> you did your own research and uh, you have feelings there's, about it. There, there's so much nuance there that I'm like, and there's so much space for, I didn't mean that, I meant this. Yeah. And also there's also room for, this was years ago. Also there's room for, this was the mind space I was in following a role. Doesn't mean it's right. And there's also room for all sorts of stuff. So I guess I did just comment on it. <laughs> that was the longest no comment ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, it is interesting because again, it seems like the purpose of unearthing these things was to ensure that he got canceled. Um, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, given the length. Oh, four chan. <laughs> given the length of time that has passed, or or any of that stuff like it it's it's hard it's difficult right and i think when it comes to anything like that if you feel offended by it um really the best thing that you can do is sit with it and determine whether or not that's somebody you still want to support based on how you come out on the other side um, and fair and like uh, also i think we're i don't want to assume are we all straight if so i'm not sure perspective really matters on this because i'm not really on the other side feeling any sort of whatever from what he's saying i think from a perspective of allyship you can take offense to it right so mm -hmm. i think you can because part of it is that so I, i'm thinking about it from this perspective when it comes to sex assault or sexual harassment we're expected to as bystanders intervene say something stop it well let me rephrase and it i don't think I think us not being offended by it isn't really doesn't matter if we don't, it's like saying, it's like if someone said a gay joke and all the 
all of us who aren't gay say, oh, I don't care. It's like, well, of course you don't care. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't, it's not pointed at you. Yes. So I if guess. we weren't feeling something, it doesn't really matter. I don't know if I think of it as being that binary. I think that okay. you can take the perspective that someone is saying and doing something offensive and putting it out into the world. Um, yeah. And it doesn't necessarily matter that it impacts you. And that's why I brought up allyship. Like, that's why I think that it, it is okay to feel something and think something. Like, I don't necessarily think about it from a perspective, like we should be up in arms and necessarily be angry about it. But I do think it is worth it. Like the way Danny pointed out, like if somebody's in that Reddit conversation, just be like, Hey, what do what do you mean? By, are you saying that you think this, are you saying that you think homosexual and pedophilia or like but this. I agree. I agree. You getting getting offended by it, I guess, from an ally perspective, yes, that could mean something, but not being offended by it. So, like, is nothing. So, for example, just because if if all is here, if we're all straight and we all are unanimously unoffended by it, us saying that, oh, I'm unoffended by it, that doesn't matter. I think it depends. I, I don't. But know if, if we I say, but if we actually, am I? I don't think I'm being clear about it. I think. I'm, I'm skirting around what I'm trying to mean because I can't figure out how to say it properly. I think what you're saying is the fact that you or someone else who is not homosexual is not offended by it should not then be taken as a negative. No, I, I would say this. It's the equivalent of a, a white person saying, I don't think black people have it more difficult in the US. I don't know. Or it's just I... like your perspective as someone who doesn't believe a certain people shouldn't have a problem with something comes from a place where you're not a member of that community. However, if you were to empathize with them, that's different than not. Ah, so I'm not saying I, it I right. Think, I think the way that, it, so using that specific example, I think the, what I would say is what that person was saying is coming from a place of ignorance, because I don't think that you would agree with that statement. Just Which is what I'm saying is if, if, if we all decided, oh, we're not offended by that. I think we can argue it comes from a place of ignorance because we don't have that experience of being, you know, compared to pedophiles due to our sexuality. I don't think that's what he was doing though, but I think here's no, the no. challenge. I think we've all possibly Jam, We've, we've, even though Jones has just said the quote, we we've all taken our own individual perspectives on that quote itself. I, I don't think I'm putting words into, into his mouth, so to speak. Um, that that's what he meant was comparing pedophilia with homosexuality only that it's some a natural process in the body that can't be helped I think that was where I think that's where the comparison was so I'm not offended by that because I've assumed a, a, a contextual meaning from it someone else sure. might have read it and understood it differently and immediately got offended and that's when we'd have had that conversation and argument about whether or not but that's not what he meant he meant x no i think he meant y and so here's so. and so here's part of the problem with that man we're going long in this topic what i think is the problem comes from the context so a lot of people will look at the catholic church so bring it back to catholicism and they will say that people who assault uh children who are within the catholic church well those are just homosexuals like no 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 those are pedophiles right and so that's the the background context that you're dealing with so when he in 2015 says there's a linkage between the two people are thinking about well we've talked about the catholic church 
and how there are people who are pedophiles that assault children there. And we've linked that to homosexuality. And part of the solution is like, well, we should let the priests just get married. It's like, no, 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 those are not the same thing. And so I, I yeah. think part of the problem that people have with what he said is the broader context. And so what the, the part of the problem that happens when someone says something that becomes offensive to a group of people is sometimes you just need to understand where they're coming from and the context in which they live their lives um, as opposed well, Let's be to, real though, no matter what the meaning of that quote is, it's kind of controversial regardless of what he means. Sure. I guess I just, I'm seeing it from the perspective of under, not understanding what I think is the broader context in which someone could get offended by. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah. We, we have in the United States linked those two things before in the worst way. Well, let me also make another comparison. J.K. Rowling, we've talked about her quite a bit. Yep. Robert Galbraith book, one of the big things was the latest one, which we've discussed. Uh, Troubled Blood, that's the name of the book, which I always think of Taylor Swift's song, Bad Blood. Because um, you know we got troubled blood. Anyways, I sing it all the time, every single time I read the title. Anyway, uh, there is a man who dresses up as a woman to lure in victims, right? He's not necessarily uh, a trans person, nor necessarily somebody who dresses like that because they like it, but because it's a method to lure someone in. Under that context, as a cisgender straight male, I'm thinking, oh, it's not the same thing. To me, that's not misrepresenting the trans community in any way because it's not saying trans people are like that it's just saying this guy is using something to lure in people i don't see that as trans representation however hold on speaking with some you know lgbtq friends they're like well that's still basically representing the community that's like that's that is a representation of the community because he is dressing up as a female and doing this like i said me, I'm not offended by that. I don't think it represents that. But as someone who comes from a certain perspective, I feel like I could understand why he sees that as a method of representation, even when it technically isn't. It could be perceived as such and still tarnish the group. So what I find interesting about that is I, I kind of agreed what I thought you were going to say was something different. I don't necessarily see it again from that person's perspective. What I do think, again, it goes back to context. That book comes out after she has made quote unquote disparaging marks about people in the LGBT community, specifically trans. Specifically trans. Specifically yeah. trans women. Like she is very, um, she has a perspective that is very like women are women and real women are women that are born that way. That is her perspective. And I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it. So, you know, go out there and see if you can find the quote for yourself. But I think that the problem with the book is, and, and, I, and I say that only, the reason people get offended by the book is because of the context. She made these disparaging comments about people in the trans community. And then you have someone that kind of maybe seems like they might fit squarely within the negative comments that she's making. And so from that perspective, again, I could see why somebody is, might be offended by that portrayal. Yeah. Yeah, but that that wasn't what was said. Yeah, but I see your point. Um, but yeah, once again, that, my, my, that, but my comparison there was 
as somebody who's not a member of the LGBTQ plus community, it was more difficult for me to see it from that perspective, just like it might be more difficult for me to see it from the perspective of somebody who is and is offended by Simu Liu's comments, even if technically what he was saying seems maybe objectively not comparing it in the way that we think, the fact that we're talking about it does kind of lend credence that it still kind of has a similar effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesus, that was a discussion. That was a discussion. So that's what we're here for. Deep, deep discussions about folks like Depp, who, you know, talks about whether or not people are going to get canceled because of comments like see you lose. Um, so just to move on to another story that has some ties to what we were just talking about. Um, Johnny Depp was at the San Sebastian Film Festival accepting an award and the press was only supposed to be talking to him about uh, his career and movies and things of that nature. But someone asked him a question about um, his most recent dealings with, um, with physical assault and things of that nature and what it means to be quote unquote canceled. And he said worse the effect of, you know, basically being canceled is coming for you and no one is safe, not one of you. Um, the full context of what he said was, I believe that if you are armed with the truth, then that's all you need. It doesn't matter if a judgment has taken some artistic license. Um, when there is an injustice, whether it's against you or someone you love or someone you believe in, stand up, don't sit down, don't sit down on them, they need you. Um, so he's again making those comments and the context is uh, he's recently lost a court battle with his um, then wife Amber Heard about a physical assault that happened between him and her. And so it's kind of interesting, again, that he's, he's bringing up whether or not uh, cancellation is a thing. And I guess the question I wanted to ask you guys about that is, given that we were just talking about Simulu and talking about this conversation with Depp, do you think that that's actually a thing? Cancel culture? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, like, if... I mean, the fact well, that there's, I, I, like, there, there are things fuck it, on Twitter, they have those, the hashtag Chris Evans is over party or whatever is over party. I think that goes to show it's like, yeah, they do. It does snowball. Like, a lot of these things do snowball into bigger things. And people like to glom onto it and pick a side. And whether or not it's justified, it, it just varies, you know? Yeah. I'm but at the same time... Not. But at the same time, cancel culture has always been the same, has always been something in one way or another, be it people or companies. It's like, you know, a company does something bad. We decide with our dollars if we want to support that company. Same thing with people. But is that the same thing as cancel culture? Right. So uh, voting with your dollars, is that the same thing as cancel culture? I think it's a, it's a, it's one of the things it's, it's like one of maybe a little bit. It's, a, it's like a it's like part of it i think it's part of the same dna okay um cancel culture yeah i think it's there i think it, it's prevalent enough um and i think it's probably more prevalent than it used to be and i do think people occasionally do look for stuff to get offended by so they can be interesting so life can be more interesting 
and then maybe just sort of push things along just because it's entertaining. Whether or not they feel actually passionate about it is one thing or another, but it does snowball into something bigger. Now, again, whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. But I do think the proliferation of social media has at least made it more front and center and yeah. something that catches headlines a lot easier and potentially has bigger impact as a result. Any yeah. thoughts, feelings about either Depp or cancel culture generally? Yeah, I, I think it does. I think it does exist. I would say it's like a, a, a subset. The, what we would just talk about voting with the dollars or, you know, refusing to use a certain chain of fast food restaurant or buying a certain product, etc. I think it's all part of the same uh, species, so to speak, but maybe a different variant of that species. I think cancel culture fits in there, but it's maybe not exactly the same thing. It does exist. I agree with Jammer. The advent of social media over the last few years has made it more prevalent and makes it hang around for longer and reaches more people. So it has a bigger impact. Um, but I'm pretty sure it happened in the past in, in early Hollywood. I'm sure there were things that weren't disagreed and people stopped getting hired, etc. Had that had happened now, that would have been all over social media and they would have been cancelled across the world, so to speak, to coin the phrase. So I think it's always been around and social media makes it more prevalent, that's all. Or, the cancel or culture is like, I think it's also a bit weird in that like the word cancel, the term cancel culture, I feel like is used by people who often just don't like when people have different opinions as them, okay. which is a part of the problem. Yep. Um, and also like cancel culture, it's, it has its positives, like Me Too movement, Harvey Weinstein, like those are things that needed to be like brought out and paraded so that it can be the start of a conversation and hopefully the start of a solution. Um, it's not something that I think would have happened if social media wasn't around. Um, I think that's a part of cancel culture, but I don't, like I said, I, I think we think of cancel culture, like, Oh, it's a negative. I think it has its utilization. I think what you're getting at, I agree with. And from this perspective, the phrase cancel culture, you're right. Is generally something that is used by very specific people right right wing and it is say it huh right wing right wing media right wing media right wing individuals who don't like the fact that they say and do dumb shit and people have a certain feeling about it and so that phrase has made it out of that bubble into the broader world and what i find interesting is you guys eventually came to like uh weinstein or i don't think you guys said woody allen right did um, not so did not. what i find because i don't think he's actually getting canceled he just got a documentary made in, and yeah. so what i think what happens in these situations is it's some form of accountability for some people um woody allen's not going to jail despite the fact that there is some evidence that he did some bad things to his daughter. And I don't think anyone who loved his movies before is going to stop watching them. Or the fact that, you know, people like Scarlett Johansson are like, I'm going to keep working with him. And so I think people making an outcry about some of these people is an attempt to get some kind of accountability for some of what they did. And mm. without that, Harvey Weinstein would still be walking the streets and making movies. And so yeah. I, I hesitate to call it cancel culture only because, again, the origins, where it came from. And it is an attempt to use negative language to um, 
to talk about accountability in a negative way. It's the same way we talk mm. about social justice warriors. It's um, like those people go like, I'm not feminist. Right. I'm not feminist. I'm not a communist. I'm not a socialist. I'm not a social justice warrior. And it's like, well, Muhammad Ali was a social justice warrior. Malcolm X was a social justice warrior. There are, there are people throughout history who, who are those things, but we have created and coined these, or I'm sorry, not we, people have created and coined these terms and used them to disparage what we would otherwise find to be positive characteristics. Well, so yeah, I, I guess I will correct. So cancel culture is, I believe, a real thing. However, using the term cancel culture in a negative con- connotation is bullshit. <laughs> there you go. Like, <laughs> that's basically the cast down to. Did it! <laughs> okay. You guys want to talk about something uh, less serious, less weighty? Please. This, this has been a heavy, uh, heavy 30 minutes here. Took us 30 minutes to get started and 30 minutes to jump straight into depression territory. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Illumination. 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 Has hired, has hired Chris Pratt to be who else but Super Mario. Uh, I'm really curious what that voice is going to sound like. Is he going to put on a voice? Or is he, he going to do I don't know. Like- so okay. I'm trying to think here of like the history of Mario. Yeah. In his voice. Yep. He's usually before uh, Charles Martinet, who plays the voice in all the video games. Prior to him, it was kind of like a, a grungy sort of Italian plumber type of voice. Wave your arms from side to side. Uh, you know, back <laughs> in the Italian plumber? No, no, no that, that's, was, that is him from the, was it Super the Mario, late Super 80s, Mario Super early Show. 90s? Super Mario Super Show. Yeah. Really? Or, we got to send him clips that. of this. Oh, you've never, you've never seen the glory? Oh, oh. oh, oh. You oh, got Lord. no spaghetti? Like he would talk like that. <laughs> do the Mario. And then oh, of course, Lord. like, he's like, trust the fungus, trust the fungus. And like, you know, that's kind of how he was with, uh, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot his name. Hmm? What the heck is his name for the Mario movie? The Mario movie. Oh my God. What is his Bob name? Hoskins. Yeah, Bob Hoskins. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Him. Uh, and then we switched over from those grunginess to, you know, it's me, Mario, and which is completely different. Um, I feel like Chris Pratt. They had to make you forget be, about that movie. That's what happened. <laughs> he's going to split the difference between the two because he's having more of a normal voice, but maybe sort of a, I don't know, sort of somewhat Italian accent. I don't know why I'm speculating. I don't think there's any way anyone has to predict which direction they're going to go with it. Uh, I don't, I think he will have an Italian accent. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so just to finish out the story before I ask Danny a question about it, uh, we've got the rest of the cast to include Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth okay. Rogen as Donkey Kong. I guess I should be happy that they didn't make Keegan-Michael Key the monkey. That's exciting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Was I not supposed to say no that? Is there no Yoshi? You gotta save for the sequel. You gotta save for the sequel, just like you're saving it, you know, Wario and Waluigi for the sequels. (laughs) Danny, what is your experience with Mario and does this cast excite you, regardless of your level of Mario ness? I mean, it can't be that Uh, high. You didn't even know about this TV show. I did not. I loved Nintendo. I loved the first Nintendo. So the Nintendo Entertainment System, I played Mario on that and Mario Kart when the N64 first came out. That is the short answer to my experience with Mario. Oh my so God. NES, and what have you been N64. doing? Just lifting weights this whole time? 
Jesus Christ, cool. no wonder you're so buff. <laughs> I was playing other things. It wasn't Mario, man. <laughs> fucking playing with that squat rack over there. <laughs> There's a giant tire over there. I'm going to go lift that. <laughs> it's like, you play Mario, I'm going to fucking lift that rock and knock it over my head and then do it again. 50 reps. What about some Mario Kart? What about flipping that tire? (laughs) Are you excited for this movie, Danny? No. (laughs) That's it. That's the story. That's it. The movie movie that Danny does not give a shit about will come out December 21st, 2022. So we've got a little bit of a wait. Um, Oh, shame. You know, I mean, no, that's nice. They 1993 um the movie the jam is referencing <laughs> bob hoskins they had to let that shit die down um r.i.p <laughs> bob hoskins but uh that was trust the fungus i wasn't um who was luigi wasn't it um john leguizamo mm-hmm. yep who also yeah i i <laughs> it's funny for my for most of my life i actually thought he was italian because of that movie Movies have exactly really messed you up. I was trying to say. I thought what, was, what, what was the other thing that I mentioned last time? Uh, Eli. Oh, Eli. Oh, yeah, Eli um, Wallach. I thought he yeah. was Mexican. <laughs> because of Good, Bad, and the Ugly. I feel like one day you're just going to like cry in a corner about how movies have lied to you your entire life. <laughs> I thought Marlon Brando, he was Mexican because of Viva Zapata. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. Uh, so yeah, Super Mario coming right at you next year. Um, oh <laughs> Please keep me updated with new casting calls. I can't wait to find out who's scoring that movie. Yay. <laughs> Nintendo, probably. Well, here's the thing about this, this list, though. There's no way any choice would have been received well. I know... It, you're looking confused. No, no. I, yeah, because I don't... What? Uh, this list of, of, of actors who they picked to play these voices. There's no way any of them would have been received well because I've seen a lot of people shitting on them. I'm just like... Really? Oh, yeah. Who the fuck oh, yeah. cares? Really? Oh, a lot the of people last thing are you like... got Again, the last thing you got was some 1993 dog shit. And you're just like, <laughs> you're going to hold up Mario as being like the gym of the animation world? Like, no, no, no. We, You got to get this right. I'm going to need some Oscar caliber <laughs> stars in this. Well, they're not movie. looking. I don't think they're looking for Oscar caliber. I think they want to look at one of two things. A, someone they imagine doing well. I know. B, Charles Martinet to revive to, to play all the Mario and his and, and Luigi characters and stuff like. But I'm like, that would be fucking annoying to have that voice actually talking in complete sentences. How um, often does that ever happen? It almost never follows that the person who is voiced this character in television I never, just because it doesn't happen doesn't i, I mean got it. it i'm just saying like the expectation that it happens it just sounds so completely insane like i'm in my head i'm envisioning two times where it did happen um yeah. one time it was uh kevin conroy who played a version of batman and a crossover on the cw and then bo katan on the mm. mandalorian got katie Sackoff. but that that's is like, not that's like the reverse that's the reverse in that case Sure, that's yes. coming from live it action animation. Yeah, but that is that is abnormal. So yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I, I mean, I think I I, 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 I mean this is fine. This is uh 
I'll wait and see. Sorry. Bless you. I'll wait and see what happens with this. Uh, I'll wait till I hear something, but I just can't wait to hear Keegan-Michael Key go, okay, yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Um, the princess well, is another castle. Yeah, I can't say that. It's too long of a sentence. Um, <laughs> sorry. Fine. I'm trying to think who else is there. They have Charlie Day as Luigi, which was interesting. I kind of like that. Um, and then they have, uh, <laughs> how do you, I like the fact that Donkey Kong, both Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong are here, which makes me wonder if they're going to address the fact that, I don't know if Danny definitely doesn't know this. You know the game Donkey Kong, Danny? Yeah. Did you I know do. that Do- Donkey Kong there is not actually the Donkey Kong we know and love today? It's Cranky Kong. It's Cranky Kong, his grandpa. I did not know that. You that now now I'm now I'm slightly more interested in the story. Go ahead. Who's Cranky the lore? Kong? Cranky Kong is like basically Donkey Kong's grandpa or dad. Okay. I don't know. They don't really address which the lineage there specifically, but I guess the implication there is the Mario that he dealt with. I don't even know if that's actually Mario. Like Mario, Mario. It's it could be man. like Jumpman is what his original name was, but his character model was brought over to Super Mario Brothers. So it's like, I don't know. Like, I is feel it, like is it Mario fun to address in the sequel? Like, which is no, why because no, no. the fact that, that he, the Mario, fact that, that he has, Man. the fact that he has Do- that they have Donkey Kong in this movie is interesting in that respect. It makes me wonder if between that and Cranky Kong, if they're going to address something to do with that that history. Do you think this was a retcon to ensure that we ended up liking Donkey Kong? Would uh, I probably definitely was. I know for a fact they didn't think about it. Just like how the Zelda timeline is a retcon timeline, because why not? Because they always think about gameplay first. They don't give a shit about the story. Nintendo yeah. doesn't care. Okay. All right. But yeah, I'm actually uh, Illumination Entertainment. A lot of people shit on them, rightfully so. But like, why? I think what's, they. What's, here, what's bad? I hate the Despicable Me and Minion movies personally. Oh yeah. Uh, I like Secret Sing, Life of but Pets. you like Sing. You have to like I, Sing. I, I I love Sing. That's that's actually what I was about to go with. I love Sing. There you go. Um, but Secret Life of Pets, bleh, okay. um, I don't like that. The, trailer was good. Uh, the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas, eh? But here's the thing. Here's the thing that they do. They are able to make mid-budget animated movies to make them massively appealing to a large group of people, and for them to be generally decent, even if I don't personally like them. Yeah. And at this point, this is what Mario needs, something that has mass appeal, that has that, that appeals to kids specifically, but also somewhat to adults and is just colorful and bright and fun. Yeah. And they're good I mean, at that. And then the cool thing is like when they make a video game out of it, it'll be like even more of a success, right? So like start selling toys and video. Oh, wait, no, we're already there. What? I was really confused. <laughs> I was like, what? But I guess they could have like a movie adaptation of the story, a video game movie. Wait, video game movie, video game. Yeah, movie. It was meant to be a bad joke, but it's cool. Well, it was a bad joke. It was a bad joke, but that doesn't mean it didn't. It was a bad joke. Blow my mind there. Still, mission accomplished. Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. Yeah, we we have another hour or thirty minutes or however long it takes for us to get. Well, by the way, we're done. At this rate, we're mission complete on the stories. Yeah, mission accomplished. Yeah, I mean, Uh, like I said. I added like some bullshit conversation pieces in there. Like Henry Cavill wants to make an injustice movie. It's like, well, sure. Don't you just want to be Superman again? Like not necessarily evil Superman. I mean, 
We're getting more Tiger King. Yeah, they're stretching. He's a man of the out. people. He's a man of the people. Um, Henry Cavill is. And, you know who else um, is a man of the people? Marshall Wallace, who hates Star Wars. Emiliano Zapata. Oh yeah. I thought or he wait, was not Marlon Brando. Not Marlon Brando. Wait, Zapata's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Dead as fuck. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. What about the Caballo Blanco? I have no idea what the fuck that is. White horse. Get a white horse. <laughs> I know, but, but what is that? Get a white a horse. Ranger. No, what? Emilio Zapata had a, I thought he had a Caballo Blanco, a white horse. No? I mean, I don't know. I, I never heard about the white horse before. I mean, maybe I did, but forgot. I'm going to look this up now. You, you, you do some Star Wars vision stuff. I'm going to look up this Caballo Blanco. No, I'm actually looking it up right now, too. So sorry. Can't do Danny, talk about some stuff. Uh, what, what sorry. Do, do you want me to talk Caballo. about June? Caballo talk Blanco. About June. Okay. Why June? What's happening? What? What's I June? saw it today. What's June? Not June with a J, June with a D. Oh, oh June. <laughs> Dune, yeah. I, I swear about, I heard you say June as well. I was like, yeah. I was leaning yeah, away Dune. from the computer. I was, I was Dune. So spoiler free. So before we get into visions, let's talk a little bit about Dune. Spoiler free yep. Twitter review. Go. Uh, how many characters do I get in Twitter? Or have I just used them all up? 240. You get 200, 200, 280. 240. 280? 80. 280. Okay. Now it's 280. Doubled. Okay. Well, here's my... I was actually pleasantly surprised i was a little bit nervous going in that it was going to be a little bit overlong and a little bit bloated like how i felt about blade runner the 2049 i was pleasantly surprised that it's not it actually uh, does a great job of not feeling as long as two and a half hours it it wow. goes along very nicely it's the exposition that is in there is is enough for the uh, the dune fanatics to feel like they've been They've not been cutting anything out, but they've done it in a way that is easy for someone to pick up, um, someone, a layman to pick up. My only other concern well, from the trailers was that, that um, Paul um, Atreides, the actor that's playing him, I thought was a little bit too young from the trailers. But in the movie itself, the way he grows in the movie and, and his maturity comes through is really fucking good. So I, I am super excited about the next one i don't think it's a spoiler to say that they leave it in a position that needs another film it's uh, i was pleasantly surprised it's not bloated looks fantastic uh, and uh, super happy that i saw it on the imax so i definitely okay. recommend that you go check it out yeah so this is my yeah. fear my fear going into it i'm scared of being bored need nope, i be afraid no nope. yes okay nope. that makes me happy nope. especially since you also seem like to think that Blade Runner 2049 was boring. I did. I, I mean, it looked great. I think there were some great performances in it, but it just, yep. just dragged on. I was feeling like I could fall asleep. In, in, in Dune, no, I was captivated all the way through. They did it. The pacing was really good for a very long film with a lot of stuff to cover. So it was good. Great. That makes me happy. Blade Runner 2049 was the only Denis Villeneuve movie where I was just like, it's good, but it's boring. The other yeah, ones, me too. he's just but really same. good at like, tension and just propelling things forward you know between yeah, like yeah. arrival and like prisoners and like the other movies just like they're all great um yeah. anyway and that that's awesome certainly a concern for us but knowing how we felt about blade runner that doom with it being a multi-book series etc was was going to be that way but it's not absolutely go look at it go watch it don't be afraid of uh, of, of that boredom setting in i certainly wasn't and i felt the same as you yes that makes yeah. me so happy to hear 
Do you think it has a chance come Oscar season? Other than special effects. Yes. Uh, well, that's really difficult because uh, <laughs> without, no, without spoilers, because there's characters that you just don't have enough time with yet. And so I... I what about Best Picture? No. No? Okay. No, but I do think uh, some, the supporting cast, I think supporting casts, there will be a few nods looking at how they vote on things and the supporting Jesus. performances in the film were good. Jesus Christ, why am I sneezing so much today? I wonder if it's like dust in the air or something. Spice. Anyway, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I did have pumpkin ale, so maybe it's the spice from that. You got Oaks Boosts? Huh? I, uh, I, you know what? <laughs> Fuck everyone. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Show the me whole, the yoga pants. The whole PSL thing. So you're basically doing what the right is doing to cancel culture. You're giving it a negative about? connotation for about? no good reason. What are you talking about? I embrace pumpkin and all of its amazingness. You, uh, you, you weren't. I've been a fan. <laughs> face over there. I, 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 some I, face. Show you know what's funny? Back. You know what's funny? <laughs> is I actually am wearing yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> they're like a. Uh... Way to be a stereotype. They're, they're, they're. Ugh. I don't want to see this. Ugh. They're Lululemon. Put your like, crotch they're, down. They're not tight. Who wants this? They're not tight. Put your yoga pants back on. <laughs> they're like sweatpants, but they're like fancy yoga sweatpants that I got for Christmas like three years ago. I would never pay for these voluntarily, but actually, Listen, you know, maybe I would now. These are so good. These are Here's the thing. You, you had shit. two jobs. You were supposed to be talking about Dune and you were supposed to be looking up Zapata. Did you at least find the white horse? Oh, no, because I Googled it. It didn't pop up. God. And I was like, okay, and I'm going to have a conversation with Danny about June. And then I did. Or July. Or July. Um, okay, so let's talk about Star Wars, specifically Star Wars Visions. The trailer came out weeks ago, or months ago, weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And it made me really excited for the future of Star Wars because personally, going into the sequel trilogy, I was like, I'm ready for Star Wars. The first one gave me that. Episode seven gave me that. And then I was like, I'm ready for something new. Take this franchise in an unexpected direction. Episode eight did that for me. Everyone fucking hated it. And then they brought back episode nine. Fucking everything went back to the center. Became sort of mundane and boring. Then the Mandalorian came out. Continued that easy, that that very like, this is Star Wars. We're going to stick in the same timeline. We're going to do the same shit over and over again. We're going to, but we're going to pile on the fan service. And people will be okay with it. And you know what? You weren't okay they with were. it. You didn't like it. I thought it was okay. I didn't hate it. I thought it was okay. <laughs> Bit pedestrian, but okay. Um, so this here, Star Wars Visions, promised unique types of stories set in the Star Wars universe. And you know what? For the most part, I think it delivered. It was released on September 22nd, earlier this week. There are nine episodes directed by various anime studios from Kamikaze Doga to Studio Colorido to Trigger, Kinema Citrus, Production IG, and Science Saru, and Gino Studio. So all these studios got to leave their <laughs> imprints on the Star Wars franchise. What can these folks from across the sea, or the ocean rather, do with this franchise that we in the U.S. have not done yet? The answer for me is a lot of good and a lot of meh, but I think it tips more into good than it does meh. And I'm interested to see 
what you all think of it. So to start this conversation off, I'm going to ask two things for each of you. One, what were your overall thoughts? Two, what's your top three episodes? Actually, no, three things. Three, what's your bottom three episodes? So let's start with Danny. Daniel, Sir Daniel, tell me, what is your overall thoughts? Top three, bottom three, go. Okay, I can tell you my overall thoughts, but I can't tell you the top three, bottom three, because I haven't seen all nine episodes yet. Okay. We only had ours dropped here today. Well, you could tell you. Wow. You could really? you could tell us you could tell us what you've seen so far, and then what yeah. your top one or whatever is from that. Sure. Uh, well, I can certainly do that, and I think uh, you all know this, Jammer and you, Jonesy, that anime is not a uh, it's not a, a big thing. It's not my bag, baby. It's not my bag, baby. No, baby, but it doesn't make me <laughs> randy. Um, it's not my bag. However, Star Wars is, and so when I saw the trailer, however many weeks or months ago it was. I, like you, was quite excited about it too. I thought, okay, well, here's maybe my chance now because now you've got something I really do like mixed with something I'm a little bit meh about. But in, 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 in all honesty, I'm also a little bit ignorant about anime too. I've only seen three or four shows and I feel now that they've been the same kind of animation from the anime studios because what I found is the first episode of Visions, I'd not seen that style before. So you guys know much more than me. You can tell me that that black and white style and that drawing style, that animation Afro style. Samurai. Yeah, thank you. I, I hadn't seen that before. And as soon as it started, I thought, I actually, this isn't the anime that I'm used to. I like this. This looks good. I and wasn't then, sorry. I wasn't naming the style. I was naming something else that immediately made me think of it. So like, oh, Afro sorry. Samurai I thought that was perhaps. See, there you go. No, that's honestly, that style is, is that style is relatively unique. I don't. I can't point to a single anime that has anything that replicates it. But well, I think that was a great way to start this 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 anthology of episodes because it was completely new to me, and I'm sure I can't mm-hmm. be the only one too. And, oh, and yeah. I really really liked it. The the I love the, the Star Wars references. I love the sound effects. I love the subtle hints in the music that was being used. I love the characters that we recognize, but they've altered them in a slight, like the, um, the, the um, astromech droid wearing the more traditional samurai kind of wicker hat kind of look in that, in that feudal area, uh, area, feudal era time. I thought all those little nuances were fantastic. Loved it. One thing I really loved in that first episode was the stormtrooper helmets where they'd taken away the eyes. So now the stormtrooper helmets themselves looked like some sort of traditional um, Japanese feudal era type of, of, of armor. And I thought those kind of nuances, that kind of design, that kind of uniqueness, I really, really loved. I didn't like the choppy editing. It felt like a Michael Bay movie to me. I swear I looked down to make a note and then they were suddenly fighting on a raft turned my head, looked back at the screen, and they were behind a waterfall. Don't want to give any spoilers. And I'm well, what the fuck happened there? That was that was shit. This shit changed. And then there's a... Other than that, that first episode was great. The second one, completely different style, correct? Completely different animation style. Yeah. That's the one that I'm not too keen on. So this episode would fit in my... Not my favourite. The first episode was my favourite out of the two. But it was Star Wars. So I love the fact it was set in the Star Wars universe and it was a fucking rock band in the Star Wars universe with all those characters we loved and with, with Boba Fett and Jabba and stuff. So right now, 
interested to what you guys were about to tell me about the other episodes. I'm really enjoying the fact that it's Star Wars, and I think it might give me a nice little taster of anime. They're short episodes, right? 15 to 20 minutes. And I think that's going to be really good for me to see these different styles, these different um, uh, types of anime that you guys know and love so much. So right now I'm really enjoying it, but mostly because it's the Star Wars stuff mixed with the anime. That's where I'm leaning to enjoying it. But I'm loving it so far. Super pleased they've got it out. And I'm looking forward to catching the rest of the episode. So based on what you guys say about your top three, bottom three, they'll be the ones that I go to first and then last. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so the top three about Jonesy. What are your overall um, thoughts? And then what are your top three, bottom three? So I think I might be able to answer them in the same answer, sort of. So the first two are my favorite. Um, I like the first one because it has a very familiar style, but also it it does a good job of melding Japan and just straight up Star Wars. Um, The fight is pretty fun. And I actually learned something interesting about this one. So there is a a book that's going to be coming out this year about the first one, and it's called um, Star Wars Ronin, and it's going to expand on the rest of this one. So I, I think I might actually uh, read that because yeah, I'm the, excited about that the now. twist yeah. at the end of that episode, I liked, yeah. and I'm hoping that it actually means something and it's not just bullshit. Um, yeah. The thing that I like about the second one is that it is not a buildup to a fight. It is resolved in a very different way. And I feel like for Star Wars, that is very different. And so then that allows me to take everything else and say it all kind of falls in the same, like while it all looks different because it's all different animation styles, binging this all together created the same problem where you're watching a problem and then it builds to the lightsaber duel and then it's in, then it's over. And it, it presented sort of the same problem that I feel like people have, that I have with Star Wars generally, where it's this is a galaxy and we watch the same thing happen over and over and over again and so that was my frustration watching this i'm sure that would be mitigated by not watching them all back to back to back to back but which is why they should have released it weekly i don't know if i i I don't know i'm conflicted on that um but again the thing that i really like the second one again because it it does a few things. It gives you the fan service. So you get to see um, Boba Fett. You get to see um, Jabba. You get to see a bunch of different elements, but then it, it builds to it builds on that world and you get to see something completely different and a resolution that you didn't necessarily see coming. Um, I actually had a question and I'll save it for later for you, Jammer. Um, but I really started disliking it towards the end um like lope and ocho would probably be towards the bottom that was probably my biggest disappointment oh man just weirdly bad um and then i like the idea of it it was just executed poorly yeah um i didn't like on akakiri i did not like that episode but i liked how it ended because it did something that star wars generally does not do they only did it once in episode three right it's like it ends on like a hey but that's not the end of the story that's the other part so where 
Star Wars ends on a negative note. That is not the end of the story. And you're going to get more. So while episode three is a book, it gets resolved in episode right. four, five, and six. This ended on a negative note. And I liked that because it you get to see something very different. So while I did not like the episode as a whole, I really dug that ending. Um, Fair. I agree. It, so yeah, that's how I felt about it generally. Um, I also have this weird feeling. I'm going to say this. I'm going to, I'm going to tee it up because this is part of the question. It's frustrating to me to watch Star Wars and to see very few women of color. Um, and I guess the question I would ask you later on is, do you think that women in anime or characters in anime are Japanese? Yes. So if that is the case, show me Japan in a galaxy far, far away. Does that make sense? What? No. I mean, you're telling me that the they're dual. Japanese. Part of the conversation that people have about anime generally is, is, and it's usually Westerners, is that anime characters do not look Japanese. Mm -hmm. They look like mostly Western Euro characters. To and us. Sure. To Japanese people, they look Asian. That's the thing. Is yeah, they do. I, I, I get. I, no, no. I'm shaking my head. I'm disagree. Like I got it. I know what you think. I, I disagree. I know um, you disagree. I'm just saying. And so, say that they they look they look Asian to to people who grow up in Asia or in Japan. I've seen like that's kind of what they think. I think the thing is, they look maybe they look neutral enough to where whatever race is watching it can identify with them. That's interesting. I don't feel that as I look at them. And so it, it's just interesting to me um, watching this. But anyway, that was it. Those are my thoughts and feelings. Um, for me, I thought overall it was, a, it was a mixed bag, but I think I skew positive towards it. Um, as expected, there is a lot of great unique visions. Ha ha, no, no pun intended actually. Unique visions brought to this. I think it opens up a lot of potential. I wanted to see a lot of these stories expanded on and you know longer stories which i think would be cool and would further expand the universe um but as far as my favorite i would say top three excuse me top three in no particular order tatooine rhapsody the village bride and the ninth jedi so tatooine rhapsody we've talked about it three times already so we all kind of know what that is about a rock band in freaking tatooine the village bride which follows sort of like a wedding ceremony and having to do with like a struggle against the empire undercurrent i thought that was interesting in that it felt like the most culturally rich of all of them and there was like a lot of great world building within it and you kind of got steeped in the world and it was oddly patient it really there wasn't really any action in it until like the very end um, and i just really liked that the Ninth Jedi, I also thought was fun. I like the main character. I like the action, little mini action set pieces we got. And I like just sort of how the story ultimately culminated. Um, I just thought it was fun to watch. I liked the twist in that one. Um, yeah, it was good. It, what it, the way, the way they, the way they utilized the power of these, no, not the expectation, but no. the power of the lightsabers and the way they actually change color based on who's wielding them mm -hmm. was really cool. Yeah. It was great. Um, um, I think what frustrates me about 
the storytelling here, not a problem with visions, but more so with the movies, there is never any surprise. There's hardly, mm-hmm. and like, if you're watching- Except for the last Empire Strikes, Yeah, I was gonna say, what surprise? There's lots of surprises in that movie. Are there? Like what? Yeah, I'm trying what? to think here. What's the surprise in that movie? I mean, did you know which way Kylo Ren was gonna turn at any one point? Yeah, did I have any expectation that he would become good? Yeah, there's a whole yeah. nother there's a whole nother movie. No, I didn't think that he was going to become good. But he did become. But the thing is, he did become good. But he didn't become good in that movie. I thought there was lots of great surprises in the last. But Jedi. you're talking about you within talking that about? movie. Yeah. No, within that movie, no, nothing surprised me. Nothing surprised. I'm trying to think of what surprised me in that movie. When when Luke was see through, that didn't surprise you. No, because as he's walking on the sand, he's not making any footprints. Yeah, but you're fucking weird and no one else noticed that. <laughs> like they made a point of showing you what was underneath. And then when Kylo Ren slid through, they made a point of showing like, oh, okay. I'm aware like, of what they showed. I know the movie, Jonesy. Okay, okay, I'm just okay. saying. So listen. I'm just saying here's, most here's people my point. don't notice here's that my the point. first time around. You're the I only person I've met who knew that the first time around. With the exception around. of Empire Strikes Back and you watch this movie for the first time and like that. But think thing about happens. it. That's, that's a poor twist because- you can't look back at the rest of it and be like, oh, of course. It's just out of left field. It, it, There's nothing I, before that that hints at that twist. That's a bad twist. I'm not talking about the quality. What I'm saying is it is generally more straightforward storytelling than what we got in Visions. And I liked what they did in Visions, right? So the way the characters came off and the one that you're talking about, it was surprising that they all turned out to be sick. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't well, spoil it. I mean, come on. Okay. My bad. I spoiled it. Um, it was surprising that they turned out to be the bad guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was surprising because it was. And that is not a, a storytelling thing that we usually get in the movie. Right. Yeah. So, so I'll just, I'll just, I'll so just wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'll, 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 I will further distinguish it from what you said. Even looking at the last Jedi, the things that you're talking about are not the nature of a character you're talking about. Is this person actually in the room? I think it's different when we're watching this thing. We ex- we're expecting something about the nature of who we're watching and who we've been following as part of the narrative. And then it turns out to be different, right? Yeah. I guess I guess that's what I mean. That's part of what I mean. Okay. Well, anyways, the Ninth Jedi is baller. You should definitely watch it. It's great. <laughs> um, my lower three, I think Akakiri, except for that ending. Like you said, that ending's good. The Elder, boring. And then Toby, even though Ugh. I like the animation, Ugh. but just the story was just blah and then uh yeah it's just it's weird never use the lightsaber but i'm gonna fight this inquisitor i like the idea so those are my bottom three how do you feel about that those bottom three i'm i agree um toby bothered me like the episode was annoying like the other reason really quick dr Dr. light is dead is because he he did that thing toby is interesting so toby is very clearly inspired by astro boy yeah. Um, which well, is not just that. Maybe um, some Mega Man. No, definitely just Astro Boy. What? 
Yeah, it's completely Astro Boy. It's 100% Astro Boy. Is the creator, does the creator look like he's straight out of Mega Man? He look, creator looks, you mean the, the scientist? Yeah. Look up Dr. Ochanomizu. O-C-H-A-N-O-M-I-Z-U. Kind of, but I think that he Kind looks... of? Whoa, whoa. Who does he look like to you? Um, I can't... It's either Dr. Light or... Um, I always forget who is Mega Man's creator. So look up Dr. Light. I mean, I could see it, but you could argue that, you know, he was inspired by Astro Boy You know Boy what? As let's, well. say, let's say it's an amalgamation. No, I don't want to because I think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's, a like, to me, he looks like him. I think you're right in the sense that it is definitely inspired by Astro Boy, but it's definitely in the inspired design by Astro Boy. of that character, there's one, I see there's Dr. Also, Wily and Dr. Light. The, the name of it, the name of the main character is also it because Astro Boy's original name before he became Astro Boy was Toby. I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you about him, but I do think that the creator looks more The like animation that. style is 100% oh Osamu Tezuka, I'm who is very known for his that. round shapes. It's not Mega Man. Mega Man was inspired by Astro Boy, if anything okay, else. Fine. That's <laughs> probably true. Because Astro Boy came out in like the 60s. That's all I have to say. I just, I just disagree. That's all I have to say about that. But anyways, I like the uh, the animation style. Um, I like its inspiration, and I thought it had potential to do something creative, but then the story itself fell flat for me. Did not care for it. Um, i trying to think, is there anything else specifically, any other one that I really liked? Um, yeah, those are like those are the top three. Oh yeah, the twins I do want to talk about. The twins was interesting, but it was fun to watch, but it was also very flat. It was very much the style over substance kind of episode. Um, and I was disappointed because I love Studio Trigger. I love their animation, generally speaking, which also surprised me because the animation of the Elder sucked. I hated the animation of the Elder. Also, I think that's weird how I was super excited to watch something by Studio Trigger and Me too. until you said that, none of us have mentioned it. Yeah, because it's not that great. None of, neither of them are that great. Man, that's disappointing. Like the ones that really stood out to me were, I guess the top three, uh, Cinema or Kinema Citrus, Production yeah. IG, which surprised me because uh, I don't know what Production IG has done really recently. Um, and then Tatooine Rhapsody. Yeah. Which Tatooine Rhapsody, that's from Studio Colorido. I think they did Made in Abyss, an anime that I have not seen but I've seen animation of, and it looks gorgeous. And I can kind of see that there. Um, Kinema Citrus, or is that the right one? Kinema Citrus, what have they done? Kinema Citrus. They have done, oh no, I think they're the ones who did. Kinema Citrus, they did Made the this. Okay. So yeah, that one was, that one was good. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I feel very mad about it overall it's not bad i which one I'm not saying that it's bad but it's fine which one overall overall okay. the whole, the whole thing. Listening, I, I i like the fact that it most of them felt different and more separated from the star wars universe than i want than i than the other stuff and i was happy about that and i want to see more of that just with better executed stories outside of my top three yeah okay but it I'm was really better. Than, it, I thought it was better than the Animatrix and better than Gotham Knight. 
undoubtedly like i would say that those are largely bad yeah um so if you like those i think these are better if if this was a c then i would say that those are c minus i would give this a c plus i give it a i think i agree overall c plus but each one has like their own ratings which i don't think i would be able to dive into effectively without watching them multiple (laughs) times it by the end, it was definitely becoming a chore. And I was actually really looking forward to Lope and Ocho because it looked like it would flown based on the trailer. And it was just boring. And it was so long. Why are you so long and so boring? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was, it was bad. It wasn't I bad. See- it was just long and boring. And I didn't understand the characters. They didn't make it quite clear why Ocho was so mean and so like why she felt the way she did. I just didn't, I didn't feel the motivations behind it. I didn't feel like the main character drew, drove the plot forward, which I think was the greatest strength of the ninth Jedi. I think between that and Tatooine Rhapsody, those are the ones where I feel like the main characters drove the plot. Yeah. Whereas the other ones, stuff was just happening. So here's the weird thing. You're like, they didn't explore this. They didn't explain this. Why the fuck was that episode so long? It was like 20 minutes long. And it was they 22 never... minutes long. Huh? 22. 22. 22 minutes long. And like, I have no idea why these characters are doing and feeling anything that they're feeling. Yeah, just like, what were you doing this whole time? They should have. They should have picked a <laughs> uh, a smaller scope story, which actually is what impressed me with the Ninth Jedi. Not to go back to that, that one felt like a pretty big scope, and they managed to get it done in fairly fairly succinctly in like nineteen minutes or something. I was actually yeah. impressed with what it accomplished in its runtime. Where like, I think we're like four or five minutes in before we get introduced to the main character, but it works. What I find interesting about that one, I feel like that one even more so than the others, I feel like, oh, we're, it felt like something out of like the last Jedi, not the last Jedi, God damn it, uh, Knights of the Republic, where mm. we're about to now go on this quest. Like now you got your, you got your crew together and you're about to see what happens with the rest of these characters. Um, for me, that was probably the one where I wanted to see what would happen next the most, mostly because mm. again, there was a surprise in there that happened that I wasn't expecting. And by the end you're kind of like bought in on these characters and wanting to see what happens so yeah at least i was i don't know about so you. great job know. studio kinemas nope that's the wrong one production ig you <laughs> did good you done you done good you're done good um yeah. okay cool so there you go those are the ones it's funny ironically the one that was in my top three danny you don't like so We'll see how the other two go for you. Well, considering my opinion on anime and yours opinion on anime, I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, I mean, I feel like you can't have an opinion on anime. You've seen like two shows. Yeah, they both suck. <laughs> were they? Wait, what were they? What you two? I can't. So I can't even fucking remember. You can. You can have an opinion on those shows. I don't know if you can have an opinion yeah, on an entire medium though. No, this is true. And I did say when we were talking, when I started talking about visions, that I am ignorant in a lot of those styles and I did like these ones. So are there, question for you guys then, uh, is this a reflection of all the different types of anime in these nine episodes or is there something that I'd still be missing from an animation style point of view? Not I don't think there was a lot of CG in here that I recall. So like if you think about um, Ghost in the Shell, one yeah. of those iterations... Oh, like the, the shitty CG that Japan keeps trying to do. I yeah. hate yeah. that. I hate it, it's, but it's it's the current wave, right? Like, and what was what was the uh, that one show that came out on Netflix? Uh, something Exile, not Last Exile. 
the heck was that? It came from Gen Urobuchi. See, Gen Urobuchi. Exile. Who I love as a writer. He did Madoka. He did a really? um, one of those CG things, anime movies. Anime movie. Ah, Expelled from Paradise. CG. Mm. Gross. Not good. I mean, did it was okay. Watch it? Did we, yeah, the movie itself. I mean, but I watched it like seven years ago, and I thought it was. I thought it was good, but I wish it wasn't CG. I watched uh, Double Man Crybaby, and it's kind of spoiled me on wanting to watch another Japanese version of Creation Myth or anything like that. It's not, not good. good. So I'm guessing. No. Not good. By what yeah, you, you said like then. By what you said then, Jonesy, that this is this is most of it. There's not much that I'm missing from that sense. That point. No, that's not true. That's, I don't I mean, know that. I think it's, that's a, it's true. an entire it was, medium. Yeah, it's it an is, entire uh, medium. It cannot be encapsulated in nine episodes. That jumped out at me. That was not represented here um okay okay but it's a pretty good swath okay yeah i mean it's like it's all it's all very different from each other i mean yeah there are definitely tropes just like anything but like you could find fucking i'm sure there's a weightlifting anime out there maybe you'll like that one what? i've taken it Gemma, that you've stopped going to the gym now that's why you've got that that, that bicep envy going on <laughs> that's it <laughs> That's it. There's a boxing anime that's awesome, but you probably won't like because it's awesome in that it's fun to follow, but it's not great in that the ex- the way they handle exposition is very like on the nose. And um, is it seven thousand episodes long? Yes. Fuck sakes. Have you watch Cowboy Bebop? No. You should watch it. Um, How many episodes is it? Will I be fifty when I finish like, it? Twenty six. Twenty six. It's, it's twenty six episodes. And does oh. it finish, or is that just season one of eleven? That's it. No, that's it. Okay, so there's your other thing. Anime, generally speaking, has one or two seasons of twelve to twenty-six episodes, and that's it. You're done. Okay. There okay. aren't seasons. There so aren't. That's seasons. why I like Naruto. It's super short. No, oh, shut um, up. What was those, that are, one you did? <laughs> those are different. Those are those are Shonen Jump series. Those are like the long-running shows aimed towards teen boys. Like I'm talking Ball about like, Z, super short. Exactly. I that's the same that's the same demographic that I just said no no did you hear the last thing I said super short yeah I know that's what I'm saying is it's not but my point is is that that's that falls into the same shonen thing that I said is like those shonen things aimed towards teens that are serialized those are long but most of everything else is generally 13 to 26 episodes and just done like one piece you're naming this all the shonen shit you're naming all the same shit Name five more. Go. Five more non-shonen or five more anime? Shonen. I could not distinguish between shonen and something else. Like, that's not how. Point is, generally speaking, most series are 13 to 26 episodes and then they're done. There might be there might be sequels, but you can kind of like take them or leave them, depending on. But in a lot of times they're like they're they're not necessarily like by the same production company or what have you, or they might not have the same, they might just have kind of have the DNA of the original, but not necessarily follow the same characters. Yeah. Gotcha. You ever watch um, Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, I don't like it. No, not you. Oh, no. Okay. The only only time I even heard about that was when they made the live action version of it that everyone was up in arms about. Did they have Scarlett Johansson in it or something? Or have I just made that up? No, that that was it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, not no, so things about that movie. It's not good. Well, I, I had didn't even know that that was an anime thing before that was a, a movie. Obviously, I was completely uh, yeah. Ignorant I really like. So, d- please tell me that Cowboy Bebop has a cowboy in it. 
It does. Well, how do you define cowboy? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to say it. It does. How do you define cowboy? Uh, Someone that herds cows in the wild west of America or herds other animals in any other part of the world, wears a hat, maybe carries a gun. Wait, so... Is, so it has to be is the American. man with no name no, yeah, no i did this... i did i did correct myself it's all herds cattle in any other part of the world you can have cowboys in australia it has to be on America. earth i don't know that the herding part okay so is the man with no name is that a cowboy clint eastwood yeah. i mean he has, he has no a name hat, but but he there's no herding he doesn't herd shit except people of hell just because you don't he see him herd cows you don't know his fucking life before <laughs> he became a hitman he doesn't he does not he does not he does not herd cows in any way, shape, or sense. No, I said no, he, he herds motherfuckers to hell. That's what he does. No, not even not even in his fucking pastime. Not even his no, hobbies. With, with his guns. Anyway. <laughs> we don't know his no, backstory. By, the, by, by your weird definition, no, there's no cowboys. But there are, I think, one or two characters that have cowboy-ish tendencies, like wearing hats and guns. So I would say yes, Um so that you would recognize movie, a couple of characters like hats in oh. baseball. What the fuck? So there are a couple of characters that you've been have like, you oh, seen yeah, a trailer for Cowboy Bebop ever? I have no oh. idea. I was just hoping okay. there'd be a cowboy. That's even better. Don't. Are you gonna send it to me, Jack? You know what? I'm sending you I think that. you should watch the Cowboy Bebop movie, and then if you like it, watch the show. Gamma? I agree. Curl? I agree okay. with that. The movie is a fairly solid representation of what you can expect from the show. And it's, okay. you know, like you dedicate this time to this, this movie, this arc. And yep. while it is in canon, you would watch yep. the show and like, when does this take place? I don't know, but I really enjoy the movie and it is a relative okay. accurate, as Jammer said, representation of the TV show. But it's, you know, it's like what, 90, 90 minutes, if that? The movie? Yeah. I think it's like about an hour and 45 minutes. Okay. See? Yeah. All right. So, cowboy, a man Bebop. who herds and tends cattle, or in English, a dishonest or careless person. Is a, this cowboy bebop either of those things as described by the Yes. Wait, what was the second yes. one? Yes. Yes. The second person? one. Yes. The second one. Yes. As a matter person. of fact, I think that's probably where that came from. <laughs> no, it came from the, I don't know, what's the name. The name of the ship is just the bebop. No, no. no. I'm saying, <laughs> I think that someone saw that definition was like, Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Someone probably saw that definition of cowboy, like the creator gotcha. of Cowboy Bebop was like, oh, yeah, that, that totally fits. That's, uh, right, see, gotcha, gotcha. I see where you're coming from. All right, I'll just Google it. Jam, have you I sent it to me? I sent you, the, I put it in Slack. The movie, yeah, the movie, okay. The, cool. movie, tra- the movie trailer. I, um, I say don't even watch the trailer. No, fuck it, watch the trailer. Anime trailers are terrible. It's not. Like, it's not from. It's not. It's from English distributor. I don't okay. remember. Actually, I haven't. I haven't watched this trailer, so I actually don't know if it's any good. But I, would... <laughs> I love them like they're terrible. You're like, I haven't seen this. <laughs> I think right. this seems okay. Hold on, this seems. Oh yeah, this is this is all right. Are, are we getting a live reaction to a 28-year-old movie? <laughs> well, see, now, now I'm confused because it says Cowboy Bebop the movie is set between episodes 22 and 23 of the original series. Well, don't worry about it. It's, it's not, it doesn't affect anything. Yeah, you, oh, you will not spoil not, it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, right. that's what I was saying. Like, you would watch this and it, would, it wouldn't, you know. All right. Cool. Yeah, you don't need to cool. know what happened before. Yeah, give it a watch. And then, but the show is a bit slow. It's a little slow. They got, they got episodes to fill, man. 
But if you appreciate, I think Denny Villeneuve could have done a good Cowboy Bebop live action movie. Well, I think the dog disagrees. I think, yeah, I think Oliver disagrees. Oliver, <laughs> shush. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. You guys got oh, anything right. else Thank to say you. about uh, any of the existential crises that we have talked about today or Star Wars? No, visions, or... I got nothing. Got nothing. Oh I got God, pizza waiting on me. I got something. You got pizza? I got pizza. I had, I got pizza yesterday. Yes. Danny, do you have pizza? Danny doesn't it's, eat it's pizza. Look at, him, look at his physique. It was definitely not pizza. Yeah. You had to ruin it. You were 66% there. Could it, could it, could it have been 100? No, I had it yesterday. I'm not having it today. I know, but like, you know, yeah. I will, I will Sorry, accept Danny. it in a 24 Did you have pizza, pizza earlier today? Do you, plan, do you plan on having pizza tomorrow? Yes, I do now. There you go. Yes. We made it. Mission accomplished. We did it. Oh, sweet. You did there well you there, Dungeon. <laughs> I mean, not really, because we still got a whole outro to go to before we get back to it, but okay. Do we? I think so. Oh, right. Outro at the end of the show. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Dear listener, if you like what you heard, and how could you not, right? All of these lighthearted topics for that we uh, we barreled through today. Uh, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, I would specifically appreciate if you got on apple podcast and we're like hey i like what i heard or say you didn't like it you know if you're motivated to say something i'd appreciate it but just get on apple podcast and let um you know tim apple know what you think of our show we'd appreciate that also lrm has other great programs and uh reading material for you on lrmonline.com so go check that out Uh, i'm sure you'll have a good time other than that danny where can you be found Oh, is he frozen? <laughs> well, I could be found on. I don't actually. I don't even know where he can share. So no. <laughs> Never mind. I, I was like, I was like, I don't remember if he wants to share anything or not. So I'm not going to do anything. You can well, find me every week him? on Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. Here, shooting the breeze with my boys. What's up? Hey, Danny. <laughs> where can we find you? Every where can we find you? You're all, you're on mute, dude. <laughs> you're on mute. There you go. Are we back in the room? Yeah. We never left. Hey, I don't, I, well, you were back. I left the room, but Zoom kicked me out. I didn't plan on leaving the room. Zoom obviously didn't want me here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I came back on. They came back on with no sound except Jammer doing a terrible English impression. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't hear that. <laughs> and that's all I got. I got no pictures and then suddenly everything popped back up. So I apologize. I missed all that. Jammer, that was an awful English accent, but I'll forgive you because you're pretty. Oh, thank you. Uh, so where can people find you? Do you care? Uh, I was uh, Zoom obviously doesn't want me in this room anymore, so I don't know where I'll be. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, yeah, if um, the Discord channel. So if you guys, the dear listener, want to connect on the Discord channel and it jump into that and tell us what you think about anything we've discussed today. Other than that, I do float around the Twitterverse Ooh. on Danny Ooh. K. Bartlett occasionally. Ask them on Discord what their favorite episode was. I'm curious about that. Like, I oh, like Jeremy's uh, question. Blah, blah, blah. Top three. Top three, Obvious. bottom three. Yep. Jammer, where can you be found when you're not impersonating Danny? You can find me on Twitter at JamTheWriter and all of my writings under the name AJ Cerna on Amazon and Audible. 
and you could find my, my new book city of mages being serialized on wattpad twice a week tuesdays and what? thursdays what 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 that's right and you can mm-hmm. find me brandon jones at sir jones on twitter as well as instagram and of course right here on breaking the career of the podcast folks as always thanks for listening and we will catch you on the next one hasta lasagna don't get any on ya. And as the great man once said, be curious, not judgmental. Good night. Mission accomplished. We did them all. We should just add a quote each episode and see if we can remember <laughs> as we go to get so far. It's like a, an elaborate game of Simon <laughs> Says. Telephone, Simon Says. What's the is it telephone? No. no. What's the game? Where no, it's Simon. Simon. He's like Simon? The boop, boop, boop. Oh, okay. I'm terrible at those. Me too. I get really self-conscious. I just like, fuck it. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? I have nothing to prove. And then I just stop playing. Not to prove anything to you, Simon. Fuck off. Uh, all right. That was fun. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 